0: Look at that shirt. Is that not a beautiful shirt?
1: AFC East. Hey, give a shout out. Where where did you get that shirt from? Well, it's only been six months. No, it's been six days. (laughs) It feels like six months. (laughs) Well, it pretty much has been actually. 13 seconds is going to bite into every soul of Bill's Mafia until we. Unless
0: they win the Super Bowl. Unless
1: we just, hell, unless we win the Sunday. How confident would we be right now if we didn't have any of these injuries on defense? If we had Matt Milano right now, if we had Trey White, if we had every chess piece available, I think we would almost be too cocky.
0: There's a 100% injury rate in the NFL, and that's going to happen no matter what.
1: When someone, when someone goes out, out, next man out. I mean, I'm just I'm just a dude talking on a screen from a computer in Madison, Wisconsin. I can't even imagine what it would take to do what he's done. I owe a big apology to Sean McDermott.
0: If the Bills are up by 10 and we have the ball to end the game, they call the timeout with 13 seconds.
1: Knock on every piece of wood you got in the house. Don't you even do it. do you <laughs>
0: even do it. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to another edition of The House That Ellen Built. This is an episode I don't... Can remember because we haven't done it for four months. I don't even know. I have I have
0: no idea. And really. we're
1: back.
0: Hi Scott and Martin. With me as always, Greg Great Vollmer. Vollmer. We uh missed a couple episodes. I guess I forgot to hit the publish button, but we're We've back. We've
1: been doing episodes every week. It just hasn't been published.
0: This is important. It is the AFC Divisional Round for the third time against Kansas City, but this time we get them in Buffalo, and it's the first time Mahomes has ever played a playoff game on the road. Isn't that ridiculous?
1: Yeah, I think Tony Romo is somewhere in the in the background saying Jim Nance, this is going to be special.
0: I can see it now. It's going to be another 13 seconds. <laughs> Hopefully it's in our favor this time.
1: Finally, it's in Buffalo. It's ringing <laughs> off the snow piled streets in buffalo new york it's finally in the ralph we are about to embark on a weekend that it could be Considered the most important game in Western New York in maybe 30 years.
0: Five of the six matchups between these two teams since Allen and Mahomes had been in the league were at Arrowhead. And the very first matchup between them was during COVID. So there were no fans when it was in Buffalo. So this is the first time that the Chiefs are playing in front of Bill's mafia in Buffalo. It's finally happening. Obviously, we've got weather issues like last week. It's supposed to get buried with snow Saturday night. And then it's supposed to lighten up for Sunday. A couple flakes here and there, but nothing that's going to affect the the actual game time
1: i'm not a meteorologist but i did say at a holiday and express last night and by the looks of all the people lined up to shovel the stadium i'd say that bills mafia is ready to go they've been waiting a long time for this home game
0: it's been 30 years since the bills have played a playoff game that will like i think matter more than anything prior including the 13 seconds i know we had the afc championship game Let's see what year was that. That was uh January twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Alan had a decent game, 287 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, 88 yards rushing. He doesn't have rushing touchdowns against. Think, uh, about, against think the...
1: about the stats you just said. You just laid mm-hmm. out the stats. And if you wouldn't have said the final score of that championship game against the Chiefs way back when, it seems like a long time ago. It's not, yeah. it's like it's recent history, but for some reason, it seems like a lifetime ago to me. Well, he was just laid out four those times stats that Allen did in that championship game in Kansas City. And I would have thought that it would have been close. And it wasn't. No, that was, I think, the
0: 38-24 game. It was. The next time they played um, January 23rd, 22, uh, which was one day shy of exactly a year. Allen had 73% completion percentage, 329 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, was sacked twice, but a QBR of 136, add in 68 yards rushing, no rushing touchdowns. It was a damn near perfect game, and they squandered that. I think McDermott has finally learned. He's showing that he's being a little more responsible with his time management and his decision-making. And at times, I mean, he's actually pretty aggressive on defense. And
1: overall... I mean, I've, ne- I've never been critical of uh, McDermott, so I think he's just been doing great the whole time. <laughs> yeah,
0: you and everyone else, including Tyler Dunn. <laughs> you know, that smear campaign was actually... I, have, I haven't said a single negative thing about McDermott. As I'm, I'm telling you. Never. Never. You never never have. My hands are
1: clean. My hands
0: are clean. (laughs) We know the Bills lost that overtime game that was the 13 seconds. That was January 23rd, as I said. Where were were
1: we at that, that night?
0: The Tinker Tavern. That was we went with Jeff and Ricardo, and we were having a great time. I jumped up on the table, on like the bench, and I'm like getting super I hugged the
1: stranger next to me after we had the go head touchdown to Gabe Davis. What? Whole place I had was this
0: jumping. Ball in my stomach, telling me just wait, anything is possible. Still, I was alive I for the Music City Miracle.
1: I should have. I was seen... I was drunkenly happy, like thinking we are going to host the title game.
0: And sure enough, those 13 seconds happen, and there. Uh, the overtime rules have changed, and some people have said, "Wouldn't it be poetic if they went overtime again? The Bills scored first, and then they get scored on, and end up losing in overtime?"
1: I'm not from Buffalo, and I adopt this city. I, I I say it's my hometown. If it weren't for being born in Rapid City, South Dakota, I say that in an alternate universe, I would have been born in, in Buffalo, New York. But you were you were born there,
0: born and raised in the area. My grandfather said, "Season tickets since their inaugural season in '60." And I've seen it all. And you feel like you were, I feel like you were reincarnated, like your past life, you were from Buffalo. I mean, you've got the heart and soul of a true Buffalonian who lives and dies by the, the team. And you let it dictate your feelings each week. The Monday hangover happened after a win and loss.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that's like in Buffalo, but... Like I feel it, even though I've never actually been in Buffalo to experience that. Uh, I live okay. vicariously through this through a city that's been through probably more pain than a lot of cities want to imagine. You know, like everyone everyone competes for who's the fucking best city, right? Like you got Detroit and you got Atlanta and you got Buffalo and you got Massachusetts. You got all these states that are constantly like vying for like who's the fucking toughest and the best and who's been through the most. Sh-t. But like who's been through more than than Buffalo? sports that town it's true yeah the i city I mean, the city of good neighbors
0: maybe detroit maybe minnesota but really it's buffalo nobody's gone to four super bowls in a row and lost them minnesota's been to four and lost them but yeah. wouldn't it be cool to see the bills make it all the way and then play the lions
1: yeah the city of buffalo gets dumped on by snow constantly it's a blue collar city that they work hard and they take care of each other and they constantly get reminded about how they got got four Super Bowls in a row and lost every single one. You've got an AFC divisional round where a lot of people are are praying for our downfall. A lot of people aren't, but God knows a lot of people are praying for our downfall because a lot of people still don't like Buffalo because they just don't want to accept that they're not blue collar and tough and rough around the edges. And a city that will f- can get beat down and get beat down and get beat down. And then they just get back up the next day because they say, that's the only thing I know how to do. You sound like
0: you're uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, right now, telling his son that he needs <laughs> to get up. And it's not how hard you hit. It's, how, it's about getting back up, right? It's not how hard you hit the ground. It's about how hard yeah. you
1: hit I'm screwing that one up. But, but that's cool Buffalo. Quote.
0: All right. This podcast is about the revenge game.
1: And, you know, it's the
0: AFC divisional round.
1: Like yeah, I said, I got hurt. lost in my feelings, man. We're, we're talking about a game here coming up. Talking about All right. this, is, well, this isn't practice. This is a game.
0: Practice? Let's hope that third time's the charm and that the Bills come 6.30 p.m. Eastern this Sunday, January 21st on CBS. The Bills hold true to their favorite by two and a half points and, and go beyond that. I Actually, you know what? I think they win by four. My prediction is going to be Bills 27-23. I wish it was a lot higher. The Chiefs' defense is no joke. The Bills' defense is pretty banged up, but they'll have some guys back. We'll talk about injuries. Yeah, you're um, underselling
1: that. The Chiefs' defense is unlike anything we've ever seen. That championship game, this is this is what does scare me. That championship game that we lost 38-24, to 24, was it? Yes. This defense is totally different than then. It's a hell of a lot better. And uh, as Trista Crick from Bed MGM said on uh, Shope and the Bulldog, this defense is nasty. I also yeah. love her voice, by the way. Like, I, I have a huge crush on Trista Crick.
0: She's very in tune with the NFL. It's, it's cool to hear her uh, get interviewed on Shope and the Bulldog each week. Yeah. Okay,
1: so what is your prediction? No, I'm not doing one. You're not going to do one? Okay. No. You just don't want to jinx it, do you? I want to say we're going to win, but... And then why would I say that the Chiefs are going to win? Because that would just be a stupid fucking prediction as a Bills fan. Every game that we've played against the Chiefs has been so stressful. Every game we play is stressful, but this the, the stress level from a chiefs game is just on a different level it's a it's become a great rivalry i can't even say that it was like it's more stressful than when we played the patriots because every time we played the patriots during the drought it was it was just a beatdown of of your soul is just leaving your body and you're trying to collect it on the way out speaking Um, of
0: brady mahomes has mentioned he hopes that his matchup with Allen, since they've now seen each other this will be the seventh time is like the modern day brady versus manning that's some good company
1: I think uh, I think that it is. I think that that's a hell of a comparison. I think it's accurate. I think the only people that are complaining about that comparison are the ones that wish that they had a Mahomes or an Allen on their team. That's that's truth.
0: The Chiefs are 3 and 2 all time in the playoffs against the Bills and most recently with Mahomes they're 2 and 0, oh, which is obviously perfect. Uh however, the Bills are on a hot streak. They've won their last 6. They're 7 and 1 under Joe Brady. By the way, Joe Brady Is uh, being interviewed by Atlanta for their head coaching spot right after Bill Belichick? How crazy is that?
1: What a what a shock! An offensive coordinator coaching Josh Allen gets interviewed for a head coaching job. I would have never. I would have. I would have put money down that that would have never happened. Are you kidding me? You kidding me? Playoffs?
0: Have you seen the commercial with him in it where he kind of plays off of that?
1: It is awesome. I. I I was. I, I like. There was a piece of my heart that just got filled in when I watched that.
0: Yeah, no, that's it, it was a great commercial, and obviously they keep playing it. During the regular season, which doesn't matter right now, Allen has done pretty well against KC. He's only beat him when
1: it matters in the regular season.
0: That's true, but 97.7% rating. He's got 999 yards, nine touchdowns, and two interceptions in those four games. His rushing yards and rushing average hasn't been that great because of Spagnuolo. He is good at like limiting him, and I do worry about that, but we've got James Cook, who's had 1,122 yards, something like that. And Pacheco, who runs very hard and is scrappy, has seven touchdowns on the regular season. He's been running hard, too. He did very well against Miami like they needed him to. Pacheco and,
1: runs like a dude in middle school that stole his lunch money and yeah. then gave him a wedgie over his head with his T-shirt.
0: He didn't even hit 1,000 yards rushing like Cook did, but he's used in a different way. He runs an angry as sh... You know, the last four games... uh Hook has had like one reception where the first let's see he's Joe Brady's had uh, eight games that he's called so far. The first four, like he dialed it up with James Cook. I feel like he needs to go back to that because that would really help out of the backfield and and kind of bail Allen out a little bit so he didn't feel like he has to be hero. I think he held himself in check last week against the Steelers where he wasn't trying to do too much. Of course, he had a couple boneheaded plays, but overall, I mean, God, that 52-yard breakaway touchdown that Steelers fans were crying was a a fake slide. (laughs) Not even close.
1: I don't know how the narrative started, whether it was through the media or the coaches or I don't know how it started. But we're afraid to talk about hero ball from Josh Allen. And I, I, you know what? I think I know where it started. I think it started in the wild card game against the Houston Texans not long ago. It seems uh. like
0: not long ago that was
1: that was 2019 playoffs we were up
0: 16 nothing 1916 tied up 1919 going overtime and lose 22 to 19
1: against I think that's, where, Deshaun I think that's Watson. where the superman like the sugar rush josh started you know that. why
0: because he threw it to demarco 42 yards across his body the deal. downfield here's the deal though he back. is
1: he is superman he is he is the he, he is buffalo new york superman and he does stuff like what we saw with that 52-yard scamper. But he also mm-hmm. does some stupid shit where he throws a direct pass to the opposite team at times when you least expect it. It's this, And that is, that is why a lot of people have made this narrative, and I think it's true, the Josh Allen experience. And it's, yes. that, it's that dichotomy of one moment you see him do something that is superman. And he is, he wears the cape. And then the next moment he, yeah, he can do something that just makes you want to pull your hair out, but that's, that's the experience. And that's who we got and we're going to love him, Hell or high water. Again, like I've said
0: and pretty much every episode, when Jim Kelly was a quarterback, of course, he became a Hall of Famer, but I used to call him Jim Smelly when he threw interceptions. I'm like, come on. You know, someone on Twitter, uh, or X now, recently compared Josh Allen and his number of interceptions in the first six seasons of his career, seven seasons, whatever, and he's so far better than Montana, Elway, Favre, all those guys who are all Hall of Famers. Kelly had bad games. Allen's had bad games. When it comes to playoffs, you remember when he had nine touchdowns and no interceptions. He had a damn near flawless playoff. And we screwed it up because of coaching and time management. I don't think that happens this year. I think after the smear campaign against McDermott, he's been sharp. He's called a great defense all season. And he's going against his mentor. And it's just one of those games where there's so much on the line. Of course, the Bills have everything to lose. But you're at home.
1: You think think McDermott is that meme? That Michael Jordan meme where he's like, and I took that personally. Is that McDermott going into this game?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, come on. The guy is a former wrestler. He's a former corner or safety in college. He is a competitor and maybe he's a little cheesy. Maybe his, um, nine 11, uh, speeches aren't great.
1: That, that whole Dunn thing blew yeah. the doors off of I think everybody. Everyone was shocked after that came out. That's it's it's that's an unsettling thing because I think there's a lot of opinions on that on that author and he makes a living writing articles and he's credited for doing so. He used to cover the Bills and then he went to the Packers, but obviously he covers the, the NFL. He
0: headed out for McDermott. Maybe they have bad blood in the past, you know, who cares. Allen <laughs> has a 104.8 <laughs> uh rating against the Chiefs in the two games, 616 yards, six touchdowns, one interception, 156 yards rushing in the two playoff games, right? As you know, in the 21 playoffs, 287 and two touchdowns, one interception. In the 22, he had 329 yards and four touchdowns, 68 yards rushing. I'm hoping that he does about the same, maybe 70 yards rushing, 300 yards passing would be awesome. He was sacked Four times in twenty-one in that AFC championship game, where in the divisional round two years ago, he was sacked twice. I would like to keep him clean like he has been all season. He was sacked the least among any quarterback in the league. The starting five were the same five every single game. I know last week uh McGovern got banged up and missed a series, I think, but then he came back in to finish.
1: Is that not just wildly I don't even want to say poetic? Because it's not I want poetic's probably not the word, but but uh ironic is probably the better word that in a season where we've probably had the most injuries we've ever had in at least a half a decade, you've got an offensive line that stayed together the entire season. That's unbelievable. It is, but thankfully that's the case because they've been able to protect Allen. I mean, obviously,
0: he'd probably be sacked 20 more times if it weren't for his legs and, you know, agility to
1: get out of the pocket, juke people, spin out of a a sack. Think about that. We've gotten hit nothing but defense. It's been almost other than Gabe Davis, which is now he's going to miss a second game going into this divisional round. He will. We have been... Everything's been on defense, just constantly like torpedo hit, torpedo hit, and offense has stayed pretty steady. we We lost Knox. Let's not forget about dawson so so you're talking about Dawson Knox being out for a, quite a substantial time, but only to kind of bring in Dalton Kincaid to the national spotlight as to like here's why we took him in the first round unleash him and he did swimmingly like it's been all on the defensive side which is crazy to me
0: let's get into those injuries because the defensive has obviously had a lot more injuries than the offense injuries for this week we already know that four people are out Christian Menford who's been CB2 he's been great alongside Rasul Douglas who we traded for solid all season he's out with a knee Gabe Davis you just mentioned out with a knee it sucks we'll miss him maybe Hardy will step up in a good matchup with their cornerback too Gabe Davis is the one who had the four touchdowns in that playoff game that like everyone remembers he's done well against the chiefs notably taylor rapp who is our safety our third safety our backup to either one player and hide he's going to be out with a path that means more cam lewis who actually will switch from cornerback and safety he's been doing both this year and if something happens there to where one of them can't play you'll see more damar hamlin maybe that'd be the
1: be... is going to be playing
0: it would be cool to have Hamlin be the one who seals it like Taron Johnson did against Lamar Jackson with the
1: 107-yard pick six. Only Hollywood could write that script, man.
0: Taylor Rapp, like I said, he he uh, is already out. And then Balin Spector, um, who is like our linebacker four or five, he's he's been good in spot duty. And with him out for sure, Dotson being back, that's good. It's like a whack a mole situation. And Klein looked good. The guy who's booked to go on vacation in the Keys, and then he he cancels and plays and has like eleven or twelve tackles. I mean, he he looked good. And
1: he's got a signature tattoo of his initials on the on his bicep.
0: That's cool. He's been under McDermott's. Wing since Carolina in 2016, 2017. I mean, so the fact that's...
1: that he could come off a vacation and then call the defense is—I think—that says everything you need to know about his preparation. Damn.
0: So with those four guys definitely out, some others questionable. We don't know. Taron Johnson has a concussion. He's gotten out um, within those that first nine days by you know one week. Uh, all four other times, which sucks that this is his fifth concussion. But I saw footage of him uh, being limited. Red non-contact jersey, but he was all smiles and moving well. So he he thinks he could have played the rest of that game, just like Douglas thought he was ready last week and he'll be ready this week. You know, they've moved people around. The biggest question mark to me, if Taron Johnson is a go, would be Terrell Bernard, who obviously has been playing out of his mind since Milano went out, and he has an ankle injury. Um, obviously, it would be a blessing if we had him. If he's out, they're probably going to be shifting people around, like I said, bringing in Kim Lewis. Hoyer will move over to linebacker like they do with the three linebacker sets sometimes. Like I said, Hamlin will probably get some time in there. Okay, so because of the injuries, our starting corners this week.
1: Like I've been listening to WGR and the Shope and the Bulldog. And they've been talking about the injuries, right? Everyone's talking about the injuries, and it's like, but but then they're talking about like Bills fans, Buffalo's feeling confident, like like just kind of getting the pulse of people calling in. They talked about how, in general, people seem to be a little bit more at ease going into this game, which in years past, going into Kansas City, there was the opposite kind of feeling. I think of the pulse of of people like on the Bulldog or Jeremy and and uh, Sneaky Joe DiBiase, like. Taking those calls like they they seem to have less anxiety going into this game, which is interesting to me because it's like this is a game where we know we are undermanned. Like if you don't think that you are being blinded like we are on defense, we are going to be undermanned. Now, now Josh Allen is going to put on his cape and I think he's going to make some moments where he's going to make us probably have our jaw drop during this game. But I guess my my question is and what popped in my head is how confident would we be right now if we didn't have any of these injuries on defense? If we had Matt Milano right now, if we had Trey White and I know we wouldn't have traded for Russell Douglas in that alternate universe all the things that have gone against us what if von miller wasn't trying to get back to like even 50 percent of what he was like if we had everything all the chips fall in our way right now like how confident would it be so the fact that people are calling in right now and confident when we're this undermanned i mean it shows the passion but like just i guess it just makes me think like imagine if we were at full strength i guess that's what i'm trying to get at right now is imagine yeah. if all those injuries that are just documented and it's well-known by everyone now, if that hadn't happened, I think our conference would be almost too much, probably too much. Like, we are, if, if we had everything, if we had all our chess pieces on the table right now, which we don't, to the point where it's a national conversation by some, if we had every chess piece available, I think we would almost be too cocky.
0: There's a 100% injury rate in the NFL, and that's going to happen no matter what. When someone someone goes out next man out and in this So you're saying
1: that our shitty defense because of an unprecedented amount of injuries balances out I'm saying shitty defense. Our compromised defense from an from an insurmountable amount of injuries this year gets balanced out by the fact that the Chiefs aren't what they used to be. On no, Taylor. it gets
0: balanced out uh, by the uh, fact that McDermott's making the call instead of Leslie Frazier. It's balanced because Bean made good trades and good draft picks. I mean, look at what Terrell Bernard has done. Look at these fifth-round steals that he's doing with you know, Christian Benford in the fifth or sixth round versus our first-round quote-unquote bust in Kyrie Elam, who had a nice pick last week. It's more than just what you're saying. When one, one team weakens and you are you have all your chips go in the right direction because coaching and philosophy and some of it's luck. This week, if Taron Johnson clears a concussion protocol, we've got him back. Rasul Douglas will be back. We didn't have him last week. Dane Jackson is quarterback too. Fine. Christian Benford's out. Fine. What do we have as a back that? Christian Benford being out is huge. Now, the Bills can only elevate two players this week, so there's going to be some challenges um, in the playoffs. Sam Martin obviously had a hamstring injury. His planter foot, not left foot, but his hamstring. But he ended up holding just fine. Well, I shouldn't say just fine. There were two bad misses by... I almost Ryan asked.
1: Lindell. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler asked Ryan Lindell. Yeah. Did, that takes me. That takes me back to something. <laughs> <crazy. laughs> it does, I
0: man. I was front row oh, for fans talking. We've right always there. had
1: good kickers, though. Like we, I, we, that yeah. shows. If, if there's anything that will tell you that you had a playoff drought is that you pay real close attention to your kickers and punters. Like Buffalo the knows their kickers cut. and punters because we had such a long playoff drought. Now we don't have to talk about that because we have Josh Allen, a superhero, yep. a fucking guy I mean, that that is. Unbelievable, but back in the drought, we would talk about Brian Mormon of the world, and the Ryan Lindell or the uh, Steve Christie, Dan you know, Carpenter. Steve Christie brought in the twilight of Jim Kelly's career, so yes. like he's considered one of the greats. But but Dan uh, Carpenter in back in the day, we talked about special teams like it was king superman and now we i mean that was our best it shows how far we've come and that we need to no matter what happens on sunday it shows that we need to pinch ourselves i think that it's maybe a blessing that i've been too busy with work this year to say some things that i've wanted to say during the season what are you talking about we've
0: we've recorded every week i just forgot to hit publish
1: yeah yeah you just forgot to hit record i think i've been i've been very critical of mcdermott before this turnaround and and after that tyler dunn piece came out i'm gonna say Full disclosure right now I bought into it I I was sick of McDermott I thought about the 13 seconds thing I told you to hold your horses too You did But I I was done with it I was like Yeah I kind of see the writing on the wall He's a defensive minded coach Statistics show that It's offensive coaches That are leading teams to the Super Bowls I can't let go of that feeling Of what I felt after the 13 seconds And how there wasn't a lot of of Accountability towards the media after it And that was headed by McDermott There was a lot of raw emotions yeah and i wanted after that that tyler dunn piece came out and on our buddy brand he was like don't don't buy into this bullshit and i was kind of feeding into it with you guys in the group chat and i kind of feel ashamed for that to be honest like as a as a as a bills fan as as a part of bill's mafia but at that point i was like i'm done with mcdermott i got to uh, eat crow on that what he has done in the last two months I mean, I'm just I'm just a dude talking on a screen from a computer in Madison, Wisconsin. I can't even imagine what it would take to do what he's done. I owe a big apology to Sean McDermott. Look, we're all fucking imperfect, and we all have demons in the closet. And Tyler Dunn chose to to write a piece that I'm sure he spent a lot of time on, and he's he's a credited author, and and that's all great and grand. He he chose to. To put it out at a really shitty time, too. Or
0: maybe it it was uh, the best time. Maybe it it, was the best time. Remember the bickering Bills of the early 90s? Yeah, no, but for him,
1: I think it was financially motivated, so I don't want to give him that much credit. But, yeah, I I owe McDermott an apology. What he's done, and and look, 13 seconds is going to bite into every soul of Bills Mafia until we— Unless
0: they win the Super Bowl. Unless
1: we just—hell, unless we win the Sunday— I think we want to buy into McDermott. It's just that that we have the scar tissue, and that's been documented. We have scar tissue as Bills fans. We just want to get past a game like this this Sunday. Because we've – and look, you know what? If there's any hope in it, and I'm, I'm drawing on here, look at that AFC shirt. East. Is that not a beautiful shirt? AFC East. Hey, Champions. give a shout-out. Where, where did you get that shirt from?
0: I got this shirt on Etsy. Says AFC East Champions 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. That's back to back to back to back AFC That's a East. Champions.
1: Shirt. You got that from Etsy?
0: Well, I can't say that it's authentic, but it is very nice. So all right, let's get back to yeah, our what, thoughts. You're you're going off on a tangent and apologizing about yeah, you know, your I just wanted to, I wanted to
1: give an apology to McDermott. I, I got long-winded. Uh I've never done that before. I want to give McDermott his flowers as they say. And that's been said many times before.
0: Okay. Well, um, now that we've gone over that and he went on, a Greg went on a little spiel, a little rant about special teams that we've, Basically, <laughs> between running backs, cornerbacks, and punchers, kickers, that's basically what we've had during the drought for 18 to 20 years. Think about it. We can now name... we have a
1: superstar quarterback, but even he gets the goalposts moved constantly and doesn't get MVP because someone else has 13 or 15 less touchdowns, but he's got a better record and this and that by
0: two wins. Okay. So Punter Matt Hawk will uh, likely be elevated because we signed him to the practice squad. So, yeah, anyway, Sam Martin is questionable, may or may not play. So that would be one possible elevation. And then the second one would be Andy Isabella since Gabe Davis is out. He did have a target last week where Hardy did not. Or was it Shurfield who did not? I think it was Shurfield because Hardy scored a touchdown. Yeah, um, if but that was on special teams, too, if not, we're going to only have four wide receivers and you you don't want to do that. So um, and we had also released playoff Lenny Leonard Fournette. That's likely so we can do a different make another move or we're going to have to drop somebody and resign them. Maybe Puna Ford or something, somebody that somebody else won't snag off of waiver wire.
1: There's obviously storylines that could make Tony Romo and Jim Nance come in their pants going into this game. But here's the storyline. You got Diggs injured right now, potentially. And for the better part of two months under new coordinator, Joe Brady, he hasn't been utilized statistically.
0: That's a good thing. If they've been able to win without him,
1: you've seen that he has not been used. He's now dealing with a potential foot injury. Is this going to be a Khalil Shakir and Dalton Kincaid game? You
0: know, that would show how well we've drafted. And not everyone liked that Kincaid pick in the first round. And I loved it. I mean, is we were it possible sitting... to have a Dalton Kincaid, Khalil Shakir? By the way, I actually i I am warming up to that hat. I don't like that it's the Bills logo without his back legs. It's weird, but I love the colors and the idea of the outline. You if know you what I say finished... about it?
1: I say I say that it's unfinished because when we win the Super Bowl, you'll finally finish the legs on the back.
0: Are you going to draw them in?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, no. the The new era company will. They, they, it was an agreement that they said <laughs> that when we finally win a Super Bowl, they'll finish the Buffalo logo. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's uh, let's do some other storylines here. How about this weekend at Highmark Stadium? The Bills are going to offer Taylor Swift-themed concession food.
1: They're not doing that.
0: They are, too. Look it up, dude. It's a legit thing. And Travis Kelsey said that Bills Mafia doesn't scare him. Jason Kelsey joked about attending the game and jumping through a table. There's just headline after headline about this matchup. Everyone's biting into it. Is Jason me,
1: Kelsey really going to come? He probably is.
0: He's retired, or he will be soon. Uh He probably is, honestly. I mean, Taylor Swift is going to be there. Uh Kelsey's mom's going to be there why not the brother
1: bring three generations so they can witness
0: this l i have something to say about taylor swift i was telling chelsea not to play any of her music this week and i'm wearing a red shirt which i said i didn't want to wear because the chiefs are likely going to be wearing red we're going to be in the white or blue but taylor swift has brought a lot of new fans to watching the nfl game and if that means she's helping educate fans by just turning the game on and learning about it i'm all for it now do they need to show her 20, 30 times a game? No. Is she goofy and cringy sometimes when she's doing this whole thing? Is she buying into it and she loves it and that's cool, but whatever. Is anyway, I'm a
1: billionaire and we don't really even need to talk about her. Or
0: uh, Kelsey is. So. <laughs> Yeah, she, sell, she turned down the Super Bowl this year, and that's why Usher's like, yeah, I'll do it again. Um, she was an
1: idiot for turning it down, but that's what love does. Makes you do crazy things. It's because her boyfriend's not going to be in the Super Bowl because we're right. going to take him there. Love makes you do crazy things like turning down a – when you're making billions, you don't need to do a $1.5 contract for the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, so like you said, we'll get back to uh, the game. Step on Diggs, questionable with the ankle. I don't think there's a chance in hell that he doesn't play. Even if he is a little slow slower misses a step because of an ankle whatever i think uh the biggest challenge is going to be if he's missing a step he's going against legeria sneed who's very good and i I just want to see the bills run offense against that chiefs run defense cook had 141 all-purpose yards during the regular season when they played them i'd love to see if they can do that again, of course we know it's Mahomes versus Allen. We know it's Kelsey and Rasheed Rice
1: and Hey, give and, the breakdown. You 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 sent the breakdown to the to the Bills. Let me get there. Let me get there. All right. I'm sorry. Um. I'm, so you've I'm got the cart ahead of the horse here.
0: So you can tell we were a little rustier. Well, it's Watson. only been six months. No, it's been six days. It feels like six months. <laughs> well, it pretty much has been actually. All right. So Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Watson, Valdez, Scanling versus. Diggs, no Davis, Kincaid, Knox, and Shakir, and maybe a little bit of Scherfield or Hardy or Isabella, but it's Pacheco and Clyde Edwards Ailaire versus Cook, Latavius Murray, Ty Johnson. And if we're looking at ratings and points scored for and against, I mean they're pretty good across the board. Points scored, Bills, 26 and a half points. That's sixth best. KC has obviously been a full touchdown lesson last year, 21.8 yards. Um, now points allowed by their defense. they They've allowed 17.3, which is second best. We've allowed the fourth at least at 18.3. Now we're talking total yards per game. They're ninth. We're fourth. Total yards against. They're second. We're ninth. So again, we're pretty close All in the, both in the top 10. Passing yards per game. We're we're eighth actually. They're sixth. So Mahomes has literally exactly two yards per game more than Allen. Passing yards per game allowed. The Chiefs are fourth best and we're seventh best. We're talking 20 yards of a difference. They yeah. allow 177. We allow one ninety seven.
1: That's why, that's why Vegas is making this a two and a half point spread. I know
0: it's gonna be a good game. And they usually give two to three points to the home team. So it's about an even game as it's a pick as they it say. Is. Trista yep.
1: Crick, I think, uh would say it's a pick
0: here's where we actually do better. Now as much as we praise Isaiah Pacheco because he runs hard and runs well and this is the time of year during bad weather especially that you need him somebody like him. The Chiefs rushing this year is only nineteenth best. They average 105 yards a game we average 130 That extra 25 yards obviously comes from Allen or a breakout performance by Cook. But the rushing yards against, they're almost identical. Again, within three yards, we're talking they allow 113. We allow 111, so 110 and a half. 15th and 18th, that's middle of the pack. Not great. Rushing defense, as you know, can be leaky, um, especially when you have your linebackers injured and Daquan Jones was out for half the season with a horn peck. Okay, sacks. They are one of only three teams better than... The Bills this year in sacks. We had 53. They had 57 during the regular season. A second best for them, fourth best for us. Interceptions, they actually are terrible there. <laughs> They're 27th best with only eight on the season where we had 18 for third best. And then time of possession, uh, it's within... Two minutes a game. I honestly think that's irrelevant. There's a lot of things that factor into that, whether you're milking the clock at the end because you're winning, or whether you, you're good with the two minute drill, or there's fumbles, all that stuff. So I, I kind of world a lot that. of smells. Yeah, that's but funny. obviously, like for them, they have far less injuries than we do right now. They've got Sky Moore who's out. They've got Kadarius Tony who is questionable now. Obviously, that was a controversy during the regular season when he was size and blew the the game for them. Apparently, he cost them a home
1: game, or else we would. But have been back in kansas city this weekend
0: if we squandered that game but yes there's a chance of that had we lost that game we would be in kansas city right now i don't want to think about that we're not there so there's a lot it's of things wild we were, and no, we it's were six awesome. and six and we finished 11 and six it's we were,
1: awesome the fact we were that
0: three games behind miami with five games left now i'm saying we have to think
1: tennessee and miami the fact that that mess up helped us finally get a game in Buffalo instead of having to go to Kansas City again and have to hear the last week of, of drawn on talk about how we got to play in there again. I'm saying yeah. it's awesome.
0: It, it is. I mean, there's a lot of coulda, woulda, shoulda, ball bounce this way, ball bounce that way, coin flip. There's a lot of chance in, in sports in general, but I'm focused on this game. Obviously, it's the divisional round. We're seeing them again. We've seen them there before. We've seen them in the AFC Championship. The only thing that this guarantees is that we won't see them in the AFC Championship if we win. And if we do win, we're already going to know if we host or go. If Baltimore beats Houston, then let's we go to Baltimore. That. Let's, let's talk about that game. Briefly, because we're running out of time. Baltimore has a lot more on their plate than a lot of people expect. They're, they're sleeping on Houston as a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Stroud is a stud. I think Baltimore's had a great regular season, but it means nothing. Just look at Miami. And Lamar Jackson's had a great season. 13-4. He's likely going to be MVP. Oh, that's right, because they the Steelers beat their third string. He's not my MVP. Of course not, but he still had a had a solid season. He did. I and mean, I
1: respect the hell out of him, but he's not the MVP. Media has dictated this whole turnover narrative against Josh Allen and I'm being biased and you can call me a Homer, but
0: he's had a lot of turnovers, but it doesn't mean that he's had more than, but the media
1: narrative is why Josh Allen will not get MVP this year. Am I, am I
0: wrong? Uh, it's not been Allen's best season and he's never
1: won it before. The, what sucks is he's never, he's not even in the pro bowl. Like they how does just... he not want to be when his statistics have blown away anything that, that, that Lamar has ever done with an MVP. Season. Okay.
0: Okay. If you're going to compare him to Lamar, sure. Lamar's already, yeah. Yeah, an I'm, MVP. I'm comparing and him
1: directly to an MVP winner. Yes,
0: Allen's numbers are way better than Lamar's across the board. Lamar is a winner, and he's done well with that. He's good at balancing. He, everyone thought he was
1: just a, a running
0: back. He's not. Throw occasionally. He's not. He's, he he's improving
1: the pocket. He's improved tremendously in the pocket. But to say that Allen is an MVP this year, I think is. I think it is a media-driven bullshit narrative that he has all these turnovers in the worst possible time. And-
0: Rodgers has won four MVPs. He has one Super Bowl under his belt, and it was in his first five years with McCarthy. McCarthy's a terrible coach. He's just a blob. I think what, MVP, what are we who cares? About What's, what, exactly. What? Let's, let's what not MVP? talk about the MVP what race. MVP who cares, hearing, I want him to be Super Bowl MVP. I don't care about the regular season MVP. We know the numbers. The numbers don't lie.
1: Yeah, but what does regular season MVP mean? For the love of God, like just it means way- nothing.
0: Thank you. It means nothing.
1: But can we talk about regular season MVP? Because that's what the award is. Regular. I we season. said it'll who be lo- is, okay.
0: Okay. Who if is Lamar- the
1: regular season MVP? What is it's- the who got the regular season MVP? Right now, tell me. The MVP is based on performance for the year, that, right? You're not answering my question. Who got the regular season MVP? It
0: hasn't been decided yet.
1: I don't care. Say you're a voter. Who would you have voted for? Christian McCaffrey. Easy, easy out. All right. Let's move on.
0: Okay. I honestly don't have much else to talk about. I know we've missed a, a lot of episodes, but we know it's Mahomes versus Allen. We know that it's redemption. We know that these are both very good teams. We obviously have to keep Travis Kelsey in check. Mahomes, we can't let him do Mahomes things, especially in the final 13 seconds. Here's one thing I want to say. If the Bills are up by 10, or let's just say in a perfect world, they're up by more even, and we have the ball to end the game, they call the timeout with 13 seconds.
1: Knock on every piece of wood you got in that house. Don't you even do it. Don't you even do
0: it. <laughs> that likely isn't going to happen, especially with a classy coach like McDermott. Okay, without you giving your prediction, I'm going to say I hope the Bills really do come away with the victory. I don't care if it's by one point, I don't care if it's ugly. Yeah. An ugly win is better than a pretty loss.
1: I think in our position, as podcasters that are just talking about football because we like to talk about the bills giving predictions is hard to not be biased so i feel like with the history between these two teams i don't i do not want to give a prediction because okay yeah it's it's just like
0: just like you called me popping out for not giving you the mvp and not you're sitting here won't even give a prediction okay okay uh, i don't know it's just apples to apples so do you have
1: anything you want to say to bills mafia before we take off First of all, I wanted to say, are you, are you kidding me? Like most valuable player in the regular season of their team. If you don't think it's Josh Allen, I think you're a hater. Lamar had the better regular season record. He didn't have all the injuries though that Allen had to deal with. First of all, uh, wins. I can't, are I'm getting, I can't believe I'm getting into you with this about this. You're
0: the one who wants to get into it. I'm just saying, let's move on. Who cares about MVP? I care
1: about this weekend. I do. I I, like, I care about care. a regular season MVP because it's it's another it's another notch on the belt of a of a player.
0: Again, I'd if, rather if, be if the if underdog. It didn't
1: matter. People wouldn't talk about MVP. There wouldn't be an award for it.
0: Josh Allen should be MVP. Lamar Jackson's a scrub. I don't and want you to say what NFL what, what I think.
1: What I think you should say. I, I say what you want to say.
0: Christian McCaffrey should be MVP.
1: A running back?
0: Yes, a running back. All yes, right. He should be MVP any season that he's healthy and can score 20 If he touchdowns. was on the
1: Bills this year, would he be MVP? Maybe. In a theoretical Honestly, world.
0: Maybe because uh, – can, can you uh, even uh, imagine him with Josh Allen? Can
1: you even imagine him
0: with There was a chance of that, but it didn't happen. Just like our, our uh, one-day contract with Antonio Brown, uh, J.J. Watt, um, DeAndre Hopkins, all these guys. Yeah, we, we can get slept on. I'm okay with that. Again – now, underdog, I'm just, to, I'm just, I'm just having
1: this daydream right now about if we had Christian McCaffrey on the team, it'd be insane. With Josh, why? Allen, why?
0: He's not an MVP with a,
1: with a human cyborg that can throw a bullet and run 55 yards. And then you've got a dude that can just make, as a running back, can just make any touchdown whenever possible. We have a, a McCaffrey light in
0: Delvin Cook's younger brother, yeah, James, Cook's Cook. Yeah. James Cook, and James Cook. Has had a yeah. hell of a season. He has. Uh all right. So this uh this Sunday, 3 30 Pacific, 6 30 Eastern. And then for you, I guess it's gonna be 5 30. Yeah, let me
1: let me go grab a beer because I'm gonna do a send out with a beer with the beer. All right. all right, go ahead. This is the house that Allen built episode. I don't fucking remember because we haven't done it for four months. Uh. And that's all because the United States Postal Service they work you like a goddamn mule
0: and greg's out of a job
1: with that said the united states postal Service has the same colors as the buffalo bills red white and blue because it's america's team it is america's team
0: i definitely think all the people that are cowboys fans and say oh america's team I understand Texas is big and everything's bigger in Texas, but your yeah. dollars are the same size and they spend they the same. They see that
1: Tarzan Buffalo and the Red, White, and Blue, and they're like, "Damn it, I wish we had that."
0: Look at look at this red, white, and blue. Speaking of which, do you see this helmet right here? Tell
1: the the intriguing world that's listening to this with the podcast. So about that, this
0: helmet. this is a helmet. That sat at the sports room in Beaverton, Oregon, which uh, that store was recently acquired by our boy, Nathan, who is a Josh Allen hater slash closeted lover. He uh, he gifted me that after I helped him do some inventory stuff and organize and go through. He's got this card shop, which is like awesome. If you guys live anywhere in Oregon or plan on visiting, definitely go. He gave that What's to
1: me. I, What's the name of the shop?
0: The sports room. The previous owner and the owners before that had no idea. It was a running joke. It's been in there since 2018. Okay, so yeah, the previous owners didn't know who it was. You can't really tell. I did some sleuthing, and I asked Bill's Mafia. It's Wilson McGehee. The 21 looked like like a Y or a G or a B with a 1 at the end or like, like it was crossing a T or something. It just couldn't tell. There was I feel like we Smith, had such Travis a long Henry. line of
1: awesome running backs during the drought, which is probably the only thing that kept us sane as Bills fans. Yeah. It was like it was like the occasional awesome defenses, and then just the long string of just like awesome running backs that kept our sanity during a long line of. Oh my God, we don't have a Josh Allen.
0: But think about all the cornerbacks too. We've been we were so mediocre to. Show. For twenty years, that we couldn't even be bad enough to be a top five, but we well, and also, get a how good hard is it
1: to hit on draft picks? Look at Bryce Young this year. the The Panthers traded away the barn to take to take the wrong quarterback. Think about how many years we had awesome picks in the top ten, yep. and we fucked them away. And now, and now we're doing magic with Brandon Bean, and we're 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 having to work the salary cap and do this and that. But, but like, and man. look
0: at look at Houston. They still have a pick. They have Carolina's pick this year, and that's going to be a good pick.
1: Man, so Houston made out like bandits, just like just like Seattle made out with like bandits with that uh, Russell Wilson. Oh,
0: oh, did they ever? Yeah, G- especially oh. when Geno Smith had a great year, his first year there and his eleventh year in the in the league. The Bills play in Seattle next year, so I don't care what you got to do, you're coming to Portland, and we're going to Seattle. That's that's
1: going to be my my first trip back.
0: Uh, what do you have to say to Bills Mafia as we wrap up this episode of the uh, House That Ellen Built, the AFC Divisional Round?
1: On the record, this podcast would have kept on going if I haven't been so goddamn busy with the job that's physically and mentally demanding. Not to say that what you do do is not. It's just that it's hard. It's hard. Like like it's been a grind. I feel like I've been in boot camp uh, uh, via learning how to deliver mail in the city of Madison, Wisconsin for the last six months. Yeah. So I, I just wanna say thank you for for doing a podcast with me. And I I told you we were talking on the phone when I was on my way home from from another twelve and a half hour day. It was pushing 9 30 p.m and i was calling you on my way home and i said i'm tired but this is the chiefs game and you said and i don't it.
0: care if it's four in the morning and i have to work at eight i'm doing it i'm ready and i said okay we're doing it Yeah, let's do and it my it. my camera wasn't working i had to restart my computer three times this thing's a beast too, again Brian.
1: for the record there's been some times during our drought of doing a podcast and for whoever who knows who the cares about watching this podcast but we do it because we want to and that's that's what mm-hmm. matters but I haven't been able to do it and you haven't. My priorities have changed, and and part of that is a push against the universe because there's been so many nights where I wish that I didn't have to do what I'm doing, but I also know that I, I gotta stay disciplined, you know. But thank you for doing this. And this is this is a game where we had to do it before the Chiefs game because there's so much raw emotions. The 13 seconds, like we don't have to explain the history to Bills fans. The fact that we had hundreds of shovelers show up to they're get gonna need to record, they're gonna be needed this week too. I'm telling you. Every man, woman, and child are gonna lose their voice Sunday because they're gonna show Mahomes what a real away game feels like. So with that Bill's Mafia on this Sunday in Orchard Park, New York, that represents the better part of Buffalo, New York. I want you to pound some labats, smash through some tables responsibly, and as always take a few hydration breaks. The best Canadian pilsner on this side of the Mississippi.
0: Oh, Greg. It'll never get old. It, it is, as Chick Fil A would say, "It is my pleasure." I enjoy doing these podcasts. I made a, a prediction. You did not. I will hold you to that. After the Bills win, I'm going to make you do one next week, no matter what. In the AFC Championship, if we win, then we go to Baltimore. So, well, that's going to do it for this week of the House That Allen Built. I'm glad we could get through our first episode in a while. I'm Scotty Martin with me. As always, almost. Greg Vollmer. Let's hope that the third time is the charm. This is a house that Ellen built. Episode, who the hell knows? I'm Scott Martin. With me, almost always,
1: Greg Vollmer. Let's go, go Buffalo. Buffalo! I've uh I've had a bit too much to drink, so you're going to have to work some extra magic to edit this thing, man.
0: <laughs> I know. All right, well, go Bills.
1: You got me feeling like I'm Josh Allen. Yeah. What? You got me feeling like I'm Josh. Okay, okay, okay. You got me feeling like I'm Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh. You got me feeling like I'm. Who? Josh. Yeah, Josh Allen. It was fun to do a podcast again. It's been a while,
0: and you know what? Hopefully, we have three more. I hope so too. I think about it. That would be a recap, a preview. <laughs> A recap. Oh, then we want to do more than that. And then a Super Bowl preview and a Super Bowl recap. We might have seven more of these, hopefully. No,
1: don't knock on wood, man.
0: All right. Well, we at least have one more. It'll be the recap. <laughs>
1: if yeah. we win the Super Bowl or get to the Super yeah. Bowl, we well, we already know you, me, and my brother are going to get the Charging yes. Buffalo tattoos. 100%. That, that's happening. Yes, it's happening. As Trista Crick from BetGM. M-
0: BetGM. MGM. At MGM. So the Bills are now seven and one under Ken Dorse. Oh, Sorry, I'll do that again. And then the next moment he does something. <laughs> and then the next moment he chokes on his own saliva. <laughs> While you're doing that, look at this. Um, it's nothing special, but which against, one is it? It's against the Steelers uh from last year's That's sweet. So if you don't remember, That's, you we can come back. Had to had something you were I
1: had something profound to say and I lost it, man. <laughs> well, if you get it, let me know. I mean, is it possible sitting... to have a Dalton Kincaid, Khalil Shakir, and? are you f- frozen josh allen what, what are you looking for sorry it's frozen it was outside in the cold and three is, is that a
0: hams that looks like a hams instead you know, of that that's a hams oh.
1: i did the old switcheroo. so when what you the said hell? to show the beer i dr- i just cracked open a hams but i took the the empty labat blue for mm-hmm. the, the audience got so that's it what, well that's what you call the old switcheroo.